When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Harvard Nordfight. It is now six weeks since that snowy, pitch dark day in the middle of summer when I was told I was to be transferred to West Ham United. I was very excited. Home of legends. Lars Jakobsen, Freddy Lundberg, and Hanu Tiernan. As I stepped onto the training ground at Chadwell Heath, my ankle dislocated slightly, and I broke a finger opening my locker. You will soon get used to this, said Aaron Cresswell from his wheelchair. This training ground has claimed the careers of many before you. Simon Webster, Richard Hall, Kieran Dyer, Dean Ashton. I had never heard of any of these men. Exactly, he said. They say it is built on a foundation not of clay or chalk, but of banana skins and sharp rocks. He handed me an energy drink, and the straw jabbed me in the eye. As the weeks went by and two development squad players died as a result of toxic shock caused by grass stains, I noticed a name on one of the lockers, Stephen Hendry. When I mentioned him to the others, they went quiet and would not look me in the eye. When manager Slaven Bilic played a right-back at left-back, an attacking winger at right-back, and then drank a cup of tea out of his shoe. I decided to confront him. What happened next terrified me. Bilic leapt onto his desk, a move he had learned commentating on the Euros, grabbed me by the throat and said, Henry is dead. You hear me? Dead. I walked away, shell-shocked. This was from earlier in the day when one of the yellow cones at Chadwell Heath exploded. As I got into my car, I was aware of a movement in the back seat. 
keep looking straight ahead, said a voice. Who are you? I replied, and his shiver went up my spine as the voice said, My name is Stephen Hendry. Welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and joining me this week, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hi. How's things? Uh, very good, yeah. Excellent good. chat. Excellent yeah. chat. Excellent. Yeah. Also joining us is Brian Williams. He is author of Nearly Reached the Sky. Hello, Brian. Hello. Uh, a wonderful book. Uh, Brian, as, as, you, as you know, is a regular on the podcast and uh, his um, uh, strident views about the move to the new stadium will be, will be aired and yeah. uh, responded to during the course of this podcast. Absolutely. Very exciting. We have three games to talk about. Uh, it's a win, a draw and a loss. Uh, yeah. to talk about a win a draw and a loss in uh, in reverse reversing that order it's uh, Chelsea <laughs> yep. it's uh, um, the Romanian away Astra Astra Giorgio Astra Giorgio however you pronounce Thank it you, and um, uh, and of course the game of the weekend against Bournemouth yeah. uh, which we won which we won uh, which we squeaked past yeah we squeaked past it Bit fortuitous, wasn't it? It was a bit fortuitous. Well, not fortuitous, but it just looked as though it was heading to nil nil. And I think you know the red the red card was came at a very handy time. It was handy, yes. Uh, we um, uh, should we start talking about that now? Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's get work into, our, let's our get way backwards. It. Work yeah. our way backwards. So yeah. um, uh, we'll talk about the new stadium experience afterwards. But let's just uh, let's just talk about things on the pitch. I think probably things will cross fertilize between three games. Um, Certainly against Juventus and uh, NK Domnicus, that, that game, yeah, um, yeah. You, our, our full-backs problem was very much to the fore, but now uh, our new guy, uh, Arthur Masalku, uh, has joined us. Known as he, Fucker, I understand. Fucker? Apparently that's his nickname, yeah. Right. It's, it's, what? It's spelt in a completely inoffensive right, way. So, right. uh, he has, um, he's settled in really well, hasn't he? I he mean, was he, good, wasn't he's, he? He's kind of slotted in, as it were, hasn't mm. he? he, I, he I'm he, already he, thinking he, of him he, more as Arthur than Fucker, I have to oh, say. Yes, right, okay. There are a yeah. few others, so yeah. I feel different. Yes. <laughs> um, where yeah. do you, what, what's your evidence for this uh, nickname, uh, Brian? Uh, this is... A f- from my son, Jeff, right. who is an absolute expert on all things, whose opinion I bow to entirely. Was, his, uh, was, uh, was this nickname developed abroad and then bought over, uh, the, the name fucker, fucker? Funnily enough, I was, uh, I as he was telling me, I was having a minor heart attack hmm. climbing the stairs to my uh, seat <laughs> oh, yes, in the back course, row. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I didn't stop to quiz him on the full no, details, no, but right. if we have a bit of a lull, I could text him halfway through this. This, sounds, like, this sounds unlikely that that yeah. would be his nickname. Mm. As I say, I believe it's a, it's a perfectly reasonable right, right. spelling, which in, yes, I don't I know, in French means nice geezer yes, or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, I, uh, I like him. He looks good. Yep, he didn't seem such a bomber forward. No, he's not a marauder, is he? No, on, the, no. on the evidence we've seen so far, but he passes, you know, uh, well, and he's good in possession. Well, he's got very good and, ball skills, hasn't he? he? That little well. stabbing pass yeah. he does. Yeah, no, he looks uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he looks really good. Yeah, yeah very, very nice. A positive, uh, I would say. But so we, you know, uh, by the same token, without if you know, with Cresswell being out for a kind of indeterminate length of time, it feels like we still need another sort of left-back or someone that we know can play left-back. Where has this Hendry guy gone? You know, if he's not, if he's not even deemed good enough to be cover, uh, I just can't, you know. 
that seems very strange. Um, well, I guess if the worst comes to the worst, Byram can go over can to left-back again. Yeah. And Reese burke although is obviously much more of a centre-back, mm. can play right-back uh, incredibly well. Well, but, burke, um, burke played left-back against um, mm, Astros, mm, didn't mm, he? But to um, be two games into the season and talking about if the worst comes to the worst and kind of adapting players to play out of position seems yeah, sort but, of, you know, a bit I mean, I, I mean, the, 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 the issue with full-backs has been there for, for a... For a a long while, hasn't it, really, yeah. in a way. We've sort of been living slightly from hand-to-mouth, and then Cresswell turned up at left-back. Fantastic good. signing. has done brilliantly well. Really shocking challenge in that game, for, you know, in a friendly for that yeah. injury, so that's unlucky. And they've done, they, you know, that, that's forced their hand. I don't think that signing would have been made if you hadn't had that injury. But no. actually, you do need You've got to have two people, yeah. you know, who can play in the first team competing in those positions, especially if you're going to have this run in Europe. Um, I still feel we don't have... We, uh, Barham looks okay to me and has got clearly got but potential. We need another, yeah. I do feel you need another sort yeah, of Premier League-ready right-back. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if this Hendry guy is no good, let's sell him to, like, a championship team or, or you know, a League One to get him off the wage bill. And so, you know, uh, Donnell Henry... He's clearly... Injured at this, the moment. Right. He clearly seems to sort of not be... You know, he'd rather play Oxford or Burke or... Well, the fact they let Tompkins go obviously shows they're reasonably confident with what they've got. Yes, I guess so. At centre-back, you mean. Well, well, and also across the entire back four because, of course, Tompkins could play right back. Well, yeah, but wasn't that part of the issue that, uh, you know, we keep putting people into right back who don't really want to play there. I mean, Antonio being the obvious example, but it applies to Tompkins as well. I mean, you know, I think Tompkins was not... I think they were saying to him, look, we're not guaranteeing you first-team football at centre-half. Um, and that's presumably why well, he moved. Well, well, I mean, we, talked in, we talked in detail on the last podcast, about this, I've that. got to say. But, uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, I think our view um, uh, from the three of us that did the last podcast was that uh, we all thought it was a mistake to let Tompkins go. Mm. You know, a genuine mistake. Yeah. I, I still do. I think it's, you know, you're going to be... If you have a £10 million player and you're a team with any sort of ambition at all... Uh, hang on to that player because they're worth £10 million and yeah. that sort of implies that they're good. If someone wants to offer you £10 million for something, yeah. uh, you should keep that thing because he it's worth He did have a 10... mistake in him at uh, centre-back, though, particularly. Well, didn't didn't obviously, we, we don't want to go back. Arsenal have been quoted £25 million for Johnny Evans. Yeah, Rio's one of the best centre-backs that's played in the English game. He had a mistake in him. They all do. Vincent Company, I think, is probably... You see him give penalties away. You see him give. Uh, 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 it's not the way you measure a centre back, is it? You know. They are all going to, from time to time, like goalkeepers. You know, they are yeah. going to make rickets. Otherwise, but games would end nil nil. You know, it's what they add and what they contribute of above and beyond that. Really, overall, I and mean, the way you balance those things out. Interestingly, James Tompkins appears not to make the sticker book of legends. Right, um, right. Yeah, Let's talk yeah. about the game, then the sticker book of legends. <laughs> oh. uh, that's another one. Brian's got two massive sort of bugbears. He's come on. Maybe four. Oh, dear. He's come on. But, but um, uh, Arthur Masalku's appearance has certainly kind of addressed one of the problems that I felt was there in the Juventus and the NK What's It game, which was just that that we're going to be murdered in this division. We're just one of the most lightweight teams with no focus uh, up front, which that's still a problem. There's still a striker problem. and yeah. uh, But I think it feels like Byram on the right side and um, Musaku uh, 
that feels like now there's a defence. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, mean, I think that's true. And in theory, you know, the, 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 the right kind of player to sit in front of the back four to Shilton, but I'm not sure, you know, so far, Nortveit hasn't really convinced me. He didn't have mm. a good game against uh, Chelsea. I thought he had a shocker against yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, he had a very poor, particularly poor second, second half. Second half was terrible. Talking, um, talking of, but um, he was quietly efficient. I thought actually in in the game on uh, on Sunday, but well, he didn't he didn't do anything glaringly awful. He was very kind of, you know, he he, he put a foot in occasionally. His passing was kind of reasonable, he, but didn't stand out, did he? He doesn't no. look like an outstanding player in a way. Is is this the point, Phil? You're about to reveal that. When you went to school, not only was it with David Bowie, but it was with Harvard Nordweit as well. Yes, yes, he's uh, me and Jim's age. Uh, is, is he? Is he? Is he? Yeah, he yeah, played yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Uh, he is. He's kept of, himself very fit. He, he hasn't let himself go. Is, certainly, the first two games, uh, you know, he was he was kind of uh, pulled apart by a kind of a, a you know a good Chelsea team, and we're going to meet good teams in the. In the Premiership, yeah. in a, you know, in a friendly against Juventus, where it's a friendly, and NK thingy were they were not they were not strong. Um, he was immensely anonymous. Uh, I sort of I wonder whether Obiang's better. Than well, him. I wonder about that. I, I've know. always quite liked Obiang when he's um, come on and played in the past. But he doesn't seem to get enough uh, time on the pitch for me. But sort of screening the back four uh, is another kind of. It's a sort of a. You know, if you have a good bat four and you're attacking, it seems like a kind of slightly unwise division of labour to go kind of... It's a bit belt and braces to have a kind of... Well, I think we, we can all agree on the fact that Nordvite is not the best number four West Ham have ever had, no. doesn't he? He is, however, in the sticker book, unlike certain other number OK, let's fours. get into the sticker book now. Brian's just chomping at the bit. Brian, uh, what, what have you got to talk about? This is, this is, this is the sticker book that came with the, um, with the programme on the, on the day of the first Premier League game. It was, it was. I mean, I don't want people to feel I'm obsessed about the sticker book that Mm-mm. came with the programme. You seem obsessed about it, But um, there were a couple of missions in there. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, a certain guy who played, uh, well he started 793 times if I remember correctly and uh, made a couple of substitute appearances as well taking him over the 800. A certain Billy Bonds who fails to make the book entirely. Right. There's another guy called Martin Peters who, well he wore number four, he wore I think every shirt bar the number, I think it was One. the number two. No, no he did play in goal. Yeah. He did play in goal but I think it was right back. So again he wouldn't have solved the right back problem. Mm, mm. And they're not in the sticker book. What is happening at West Ham? Who allowed this to go through? I mean, this is just indicative of what West Ham appears to be becoming, this great corporate entity where some numpty at the top doesn't even know that we have left out two of the greatest players who have ever represented. Well, this is it. They're making a great play of tradition as part of the branding of kind of history and, and, and heritage. But in reality, they're people who have no feel for the club, no understanding of the club at all. They're just marketing. Um, there there is, there, however, of course, a whacking great number four with Peters written on the back of it distinctly. I mean, it's right over the, the toilet by the staircase I used to 
Mount Everest to take my seat at the, uh, the back of the stadium. Me and Tim Peake are really enjoying the view from up there. And um, I thought I was actually using the Martin Peters suite when I first went in there, but apparently the, the, these kind of crazy shirt things they've got hanging are not directly related to the toilets. So they managed at least to, to recognise Martin Peters for that. But um, to leave them out of the sticker book is... Uh, it's an do, you think, uh, do you not think that there were kind of limit? It's, it was gen, just gen, some West Ham legends rather than all but West Ham legends. in front of Bonds well, a legend. Uh, but that's what I mean. That's it's crazy. like some West Ham legends. So they're, so they're, is in the so, they're, book. so what they're doing is, is they're, for, for all age groups of West Ham, they're sort of picking some from... In what you know, world? The, but, the but in what world does Jermaine Defoe... Can't, you can't create any kind of list of West Ham legends and leave Billy Bonds out. It is an oversight. It's just, it is an indication of the kind of thinking and the kind of people who are involved in constructing this stuff. It's not really heartfelt. They, 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 they're just they're commercial PR people. That's, that's what's happening. It is, if we're not careful, we're being, you know, we're being turned in that sense anyway into, you know, that Arsenal is the aspiration. Is it? We want to be, they, Brady wants us to be Arsenal. Well, this is, uh, this is very depressing. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm gets not worse. I, I, I mean, very, it was very obvious that this was the way very... things were going. I mean, you know, it's just a sticker book for kids to put stickers in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's sort of what bother I th- me that's what I in think that about sense it. particularly at all. Yeah. I mean, none, none of it particularly bothers yeah. me in, this, in, in yeah. a sense. In that, you know, this process started some time ago. It was obvious where it was all going. Anyone who's turned up kind of and been surprised by... The, the kind of plastic experience of the of the of the of the new thing, um, you know. I, I've, 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 well, what were you what were you thinking? What were you, yeah, the, what the were sticker you book is the you know. tip of the iceberg, the thin end of the wedge. And if I could think of another cliche, I'd throw that in as well. But there is more to come. Uh, it's the calm before the storm. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's a calm that makes you furious. I mean, um, the game on them. Sunday was a bland. Tedious old game, wasn't yeah, it? It was a Bournemouth, pretty though, boring it? game. Yeah. Bo- Bournemouth came offering very little. First yeah. half, they were obviously kind of there for the taking, but we didn't have... We were missing key players that, that would have really put them to the sword. Obviously, how at half-time gave them a team talk and said, look, actually, you could win this, guys. And they came out, and for the first 10, 10 minutes, quarter of an hour of the second half, they, they, they were on top, yes. weren't they? I, I like and the then way... we just kind of ground them down again. I mean, I, but it was a tedious game. And actually, there was some noise around the stadium. It mm. wasn't, you know, it's not, oh, that's a... not the test of what the atmosphere and the experience No, 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 no. I, I like the way be. Antonio used the running track uh, a few times. <laughs> Taking the ball with him probably wasn't so good. And no. he did drop the baton on a couple of occasions. But uh... Well, he didn't have his best game, but he, but he did some of the things that, that we love him for no, in, was, that, I, in that I was, position. I was, I was, I was delighted for him, yeah. I have to say. You know, I mean, he's again, back after... where he's at his best. He yes. took people on. He's always looking to be progressive. He takes risks. You know, and uh, you know he, he, he finished. He put the ball in the net. Very well. No, yeah. I, I, I like you him know. immensely, and um, he deserves his place in the sticker book. Yes, he does. Um, and uh, what do you think about Torre? How do we feel about Torre and, and that game? I thought he was a bit anonymous, really. I mean, there were there were certainly mixed feelings, weren't there? There were some people. I think particularly, I read some stuff. Of people had been watching the game on TV, and they thought he was was having a shocker. Uh, in the stadium, I thought he was one of our more progressive players. I thought he grew into the game. Mm. He was better. I thought in the he got half, better. Yeah. He got better in the second half. Well, he he got moved better up. when he was on the left, yeah. and Antonio switched to the right. Yeah. 
Um, well, know. Antonio hit a very shit cross over, and then uh, he picked it up and then His showed him how to cross a cross ball. for the goal yeah, was yeah. pinpoint. It was yeah, a beautiful it was great. ball. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, well, you could argue there that Antonio did actually make that run in. To what yes, of course. Well, that's what post. he does well, yeah. doesn't Which he? He does takes really well. those whereas, chances, he gets into scoring Torre positions. Didn't. I mean, it's only a shit cross if there's nobody in the right place. I mean, that fizzed along the edge of the six-yard box. And if there had been somebody, if Torre had been doing what Antonio did from the other side, um, history could be entirely different now. I don't, think that, I, I, don't think that goal, I don't think that goal will go down in history. <laughs> Either, either, uh, however it was crossed, but uh, I, um, but yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, Torre looks like he knows how to sort of cross a ball. Um, you know, I don't. Yeah, it's, I don't know whether Antonio is a great crosser of a football, uh, but I haven't seen him do it that much. Um, but well, it's a bit hit and miss, isn't it? Yeah. But that's what you get with him. And yeah. uh, I, I, I really like the guy. I, I think Fagouli's better than uh, Torre. Uh, Torre, from what I've seen. Um, yeah, I've not seen him live no. yet, um, but uh, yeah, he looks de- he looks he looks like a decent signing. Yeah, I think he might be a little bit better. There. But we still need a striker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's now all the more glaringly. But I mean, in a way, possibly the Carroll injury is a blessing in disguise because we needed we uh, they will I think they they forced their hand in the same way as the Cresswell injury forced their hand over the left back situation. I don't think they were planning to buy another or get another. Um, front Once man in on loan, but I think they've got they've absolutely got oh, they to must, now, yeah. haven't yeah, they? Yeah. And and um, you know there are a few that seem to be in the frame. Um, Boney obviously is is one that's being mentioned in Zaza mm. as well. Mm. Um, either of those, I think, would be would be you know would be use, fine. Useful yeah. signings when Lanzini yeah. and Paye are fit and play. Yeah. Yeah, because whoever plays up front for West Ham when those guys are in the team are going to get you're going to get chances. Well, and Antonio behind, yeah, you know, you'd hope that, yeah. that you could accommodate yeah. all of those guys. I thought Kiarte had a good game again. Was like back to his uh, back to sort of more like his form. Well, he didn't have a good game against Chelsea. He struggled a little bit against Chelsea. I, I thought he felt he was kind of carrying the team a bit against Chelsea. Yeah, he's, he really is, you know, the heartbeat of the side. Often, isn't mm. he? I, I really like Kati. I think he's, oh, he's a fantastic oh, he's brilliant. player, beast of Super a player. player. Well, um, he not only scored the first goal at the new, new stadium, he scored the second one as well. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. uh, lest we forget. Oh, yeah, I think he's a fantastic player, and uh, um, and you know, has kind of hit the ground running in a way. He's 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 sort of playing. I mean, I think the Chelsea game was probably a hard game, and and also we're just not ready. We were just not ready with Chelsea. No, we, they, you know. it was a shambolic performance yeah. for much of it. But um, you know, and Hazard ran the game, and it was. A, it were, I mean, Antonio had an absolute mare at. Uh, Right back. Well, Bullish but, didn't do him any favours, no, did he? No, no, no. Wherever you're season. playing, whatever position you're in, he, he he dropped a bollock for the for the for the goal. I mean, that was that was you know. I mean, what that proves really is that he just has no defensive instincts in him, does he? he hasn't got a defensive sinew in his frame, has he? I mean, yeah, not least of all because he was to, caught out of position you know, and yeah, got yeah, himself yeah, out yeah, of position yeah. and was coming back. Yeah, he can ta- he can tackle. He can play. He's a decent footballer. He, but he make it's a you know defending is also about making choices, making the right choices and right decisions. Having you know having done that little shimmy and and uh, which got a huge round of applause in the box, you know, to to come away with the ball, he should have just smacked it into into the ether, really, shouldn't he? Instead of trying to take the next man well, on, you know. particularly mm-hmm. at right back. I mean. It, 
it's one of those positions, isn't it, that I think is the most underrated on the pitch. Everybody thinks anybody can play it right back. When you're kids, it's the last position anybody ever wants to be picked at. You may be getting at left back because you've got a left foot and that gives you sort of something. Right back is generally the one that nobody's interested in. But you are in a position, and Gary Neville, for example, at Man U and for England as well, really ran the defence and he ran the whole defensive operation yes. from right back. And, of mm, course, unlike yeah. centre-back, you've got that ability to look across all the time. You can come over, you can help out the centre-backs when they need them, and it is a key position. You need mm. a real it tactical awareness. It is a key position. We had, you know, we, we've had some good ones down the years. You know, Ray, when Ray Stewart was Let playing. me just check my sticker book and see who uh, counts <laughs> and, well, as a good I don't right think back. Tim Breaker's in the sticker book. And, he, you know, for me, he's right. You know, I, the idea that Repka is ahead of Tim Breaker in the sticker so book is, mad. is yeah, infuriating for me. Because, you know, when Tim Breaker was in his pomp, you, you, when he was out injured or whatever, man. you missed him, didn't you? Yeah, you, knew, you, we knew we missed it. Can we not dwell on the sticker book? Oh, no, OK. Sticker, I'm leaving, it's like uh, for kids. Yeah, Jim, 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 Jim let's just kids. leave the sticker book alone, oh, okay. will you? Well, now it's... OK. So, um... Maybe we'll do a colouring book next. Colouring is quite trendy. Colouring is yeah. quite zen. Join you know, the dots, quite, maybe. You know, mindfulness, colouring. Mm. West Ham mindfulness. Yes. Brian could have one of those. He could calm him adults. down, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just give sitting me a... in row seventy-three of the mm. East Stand, you know, steaming. Uh, he could. We could give him a little colouring book. Just calm all him I need down. is an anthracite pencil, a sort of eight B, and I will just colour everything. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Whatever you do with your spare time, whatever hobbies you have, bin them. There's a new game in town, FanDuel. It's a brand new take on fantasy football, and I cannot get enough. Jim, you've played a FanDuel. Oh, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I find that the... Well, on, I, I, I've done it tw- I've, two weekends, yeah. I had a go, uh, and I find that uh, so far, on the evidence of two weekends... Have you lost money, I make money, more Jim? money. I lost, <laughs> lost the first one. I make more money... The, the the least I think about the team that I'm picking. Well, Jim, so I almost literally put kind but you've of made money pins from in it. Yeah, one ten quid. You want to, you've, yeah. You're ten quid up yeah. on yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. For, yeah. forget season long fantasy football where you're stuck with your team for months on end. FanDuel leagues only last a day or a weekend, so you start afresh every week. New team, new contests, and new prizes. You pick your team from this weekend's fixtures, any formation you want. Just stay under the virtual salary cap of a hundred million pounds. Yeah. So you could have Paul Pogba and one more player. <laughs> Player salaries change every week, so you need to be on point with your picks. So if you think you know football, now's your chance to prove it. You can play your friends in private leagues or put your team up to compete against football fans around the country. Did you do this? What did you do, Jim? Did well, you... I just sort of, I kind of, I'm not, as you know, I'm not very techno savvy. No, no. So I just, uh, the computer was on. I was sort of in the a computer sense was playing on, against myself, I suppose. Right. But other people in that league. But, yep. they, but I came about. You won £10 off yourself. Yeah, but I came about 300th or something right, in, right. That, in that yeah. league. I mean, oh. but, but so the, so the prize money goes. So you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you got to yeah, put up, you got to stump up some money to start with. But then, but we have a promotional code or something. Don't we, we do, yeah. Uh, get, hammer time, hammer yeah. time. So you so. get a bit of a, a, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A leg up. Uh, it's up to you whether you put your money on the line. It's up to you whether you put your money on the line. Yeah, that is what that says. Because there's free and there's pay leagues, uh, and there's a special offer for new users. Enter the promo code Hammer Time. And FanDuel will refund your entry fee if you lose up to £10. There you go. So if you'd lost, Jim, uh, you would have broken even. 
Yeah. As it was, you well, made ten pounds. So that sounds pretty good. Like Jim's an idiot, and he made ten pounds. <laughs> you didn't really know what you were doing, Jim. No, you made I 10 didn't pounds. really. No, so you made no. ten pounds. Oh, yes, That's yes. free. To, um, but I'm basically, what I'm yeah. saying is giving you free free pounds. It's 10. quite a good concept. I have got to say, it's got. I gave up on sort of other fantasy league football mm-hmm. a long time ago because I just couldn't be asked to kind of. No. Just that thought of kind of. Oh, I've got to do. I've got to change yeah. my team this week. Mm-hmm. Who's going? You know, I, I just felt I, you know, I didn't really have the focus to do it. But with this, you with this, you just do it on the morning. You just go. Oh, do you look at the fixtures and you think. Oh, they might do better against them or yep. they might do better yep. and you whack your team in and off you go yeah. would it come as a surprise or indeed rock, absolutely wreck the stop hammer time business model if I was to say it doesn't sound like a patch on Subutio no well it is well no of course Subutio near is, as good yeah. as or no, Caston Football do you remember yeah, yeah. Caston Football that Kasten was the one football. with the two little knobs and the, yeah, yeah, as they say yeah yeah what was Brilliant the one game. where you pressed the little guy's head? And Pro soccer it. action. Pro soccer action. I had that one as well. That's a cracker. We've still got that at home. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't, yeah, the, wouldn't the climactic scenes of the deer hunter be much better if they were playing Sabutio? <laughs> you know, if uh, Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro were playing Sabutio. So many films would be. And, and were being shouted at by uh, a Vietnamese man yeah, yeah. to play Sabutio. Yeah harder and that yeah. one of them would die. I mean, you could have got to the end of 12 Angry Men so much quicker if they'd have just had Subutio 10 minutes each yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. Or if they were connected by bars like foosball, uh, 12 Angry Men would be... <laughs> <laughs> if they, if they were stiff well, and angry like men. Those kind of which human is a, foosball Yeah, exactly. If the 12 Angry Men yeah. were a foosball yeah. team, yeah. Um, that yeah. would be, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why uh, they call it standing at the bar. Yeah. Uh, being have, you called to the bar. have you had an email? As you know, I, I have a season ticket to uh, England. <laughs> so, so every now and again, uh, I get uh, an email from personalities involved in the England uh, setup. Fantastic. And, um, and, uh, and I've got one this week. I'll, try, I'll, I'll read it to you. I'll try and do justice to the, to the voice. Um, yeah, yeah. It's from the manager of, of England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so here you go. I'll, I'll try and... Um, Hello, Philip. Sam Allardyce here, the next manager of England. Next manager. I'm the next manager. That's right. We've got our football team back. We got it back. We got it back. It's that simple, and we are going to make this team great again. Great team. Great, great team. Maybe even greater than it's ever been. Great team. Other countries, they rely on foreign players. Look at the French team, the German team. All foreign, all foreigners, French, German. Well, I promise you, here and now, that I will give English team places to English people. Raheem, you tell me. Raheem, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Raheem, I don't know. Deli Ali, I don't, I don't know. English, English teams for English places for English teams. And I promise you now. I promise you now, no England team with me in charge will ever be relegated. I promise that. Remember last season when in just 30 games, just 30 games, 30 games, 30 games, just 30 games, I took Sunderland in just 30 games, 30 games from second bottom in the league to fourth bottom in the league in just 30 games, 30 games. They call it a miracle, but I can do the same for England. Trust me, trust me. And I am going to bring John Terry back. I'm bringing him back. He's coming back. He's coming. He is coming back. A lot of people say he's a racist. A lot of people. A lot of people say he's a racist. They say he's a racist. A racist. But Chuck D, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, 
Black Lives Matter. They hate white people, but nobody's calling them racist. So nobody's calling. So John Terry, John Terry hates black people. Does that make him a racist? You tell me. You t- I don't know. You tell me. He hates black people. Does that make him a racist? You tell me. My first priority is going to be defense. We have to defend ourselves. Only one way to defend set pieces. Only one way. There's only one. Jim, do you know what it is? Guns. Build a wall. I am going to build a great wall. I'm building a wall. Cahill, Andy Carroll, John Terry, Ryan Shawcross, Peter Crouch, the BFG, Nelson's Column. And you know what? I'm going to build a wall and I am going to make FIFA pay for it. FIFA going to pay for it. That's it. FIFA going to pay for it. I know a lot of West Ham fans hate me, even though they say they don't. They do. They hate me. They hate me. They hate me. West Ham fans hate me. But now I'm manager of England. Anyone who hates me is literally a traitor. If you hate me, you hate England. It's that simple, Philip. You could go to prison for treason. I will imprison you. I will imprison West Ham United fans for treason. Lock them up. Lock them up. I say, take them away. Lock them up. Come on, you irons. Wow. He still wow. says, come on, you irons. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is comic genius. <laughs> so, so, Thanks. Yeah. I think. So he's metamorphosed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's changed since, he's got, the, uh, he's since he got the uh, English yeah, job. It's incredible. He's, uh, yeah, it's gone he's, to his head a bit, really, it hasn't it? does seem to have done. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, yeah. It, yeah he's I'm going to be presidential. Yeah, interesting to see his hairstyle when, when, he, when he comes I up for his first. I would like to see that. Is his wife on the game as Donald Trump's? Of course, wife isn't on the game and never has been and would be totally libelous to repeat the allegations that have been made in certain newspapers. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, is Donald Trump's wife on the game? Well, not now. Oh, right. And indeed never was, right, of no, course, right. because to suggest such a thing would probably... Are you saying, Brian, that Sam Allardyce's wife is a prostitute? I... Don't want to go that far. We're I was never have, a fan. We're gonna but edit, even, we're going to have to edit round this. Yeah, even, even I would draw a line uh, yeah. at that. Yeah. Um, well, that's an interesting. Mind you, in Sunderland, she'd have earned a few bob, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, the John Terry back thing. That's, that's very alarming, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, I mean, he's just uh, not discounted it, but... Um, we... Um, Shall we have a look at the West Ham sticker book and to see who else <laughs> might be brought we back into the England side? We failed to exploit Terry's lack of pace at the Ch- in the Chelsea game, didn't we? Uh, because uh, I didn't see it. Uh, well, I was in, uh, was, we went to the Chelsea game. Yeah. So uh, it was, you know, you look at them, they're attacking players. Obviously, William was good last season, but Oscar and um, particularly Hazard didn't have such great seasons for them. They were absolutely on it against us. I mean, you know, did, I mean, you know, it was a, such a shambolic performance. But we but, started well, though, didn't we? That was the frustrating thing. We had a little thing. period of possession, well, yeah, didn't we, we, we early on, and, they, and, we, and we were knocking it about quite nicely. But and we seemed we... to get knocked off our stride. They pressed us very well, and so on and so forth. But you still look at their back line, you still think, if you had pace in attack... You can, mm. you can exploit that. They are a bit slow at the back. But it has um, to be said that Costa should not have been on the pitch. No, no, he no, shouldn't have been. And, and you know, once again, I mean, we didn't deserve to, to, uh, no, we to win the game. Shit, but, but, but having but, got back in, and so the equaliser was a good goal. I mean, it was a nice strike from... Um, it reminded me of a goal we scored at... Um, we sort of uh, down at Portsmouth. It was a one-one one, one draw down at Portsmouth yeah. where he sort of kind of got on the end of something and just kind of smacked yeah, into the yeah. corner. Um, uh, having got to that position, you thought, "Oh, come on, come on, guys! You know, a few minutes, hang on." And of course, you know, there was both really the the challenge on Adrian should have been a second yellow card. 
at least a second yellow mm. card. And actually, also, the outrageous dive, yes. I thought, was, yeah, yeah. A, was a yellow Either card. Either one of them could have well. got I mean, a really yellow card. Oh, on the edge of the yeah. yeah. The referee's not mm. going to give that. It clearly was a dive. So that simulation. And, you know, I've, you feel, once again, you've been let down by a referee in, in an important game. Well, uh, how sort the, of typical is it, team? again, of referees? Uh, and it was Anthony Taylor again, wasn't it? Uh, yes. And, yeah. and there's that old thing, strutting around with that first yellow card. Oh, look, I'm, you know, insert, asserting my authority here. You've had the temerity to question my decision. You get a yellow card. Well, that only counts if when they then crop up the second or third yellow cards yeah. that you, you back it up. Yeah. You can't just ignore those no. sort of incidents. No. Okay. No, um, and what do you think about this uh, change in directive? Um, uh, there seems to be kind of... I'm all for it. I, think, I mean, really, there should be. I mean, it goes back, again, without wishing to sound like completely a, you know, out of the Victorian era, which I am, that it goes back to when kids play football at school and you play any other sport at school, rugby, cricket, or you go to a club as a, as a young kid... You grief up the referee and you are in a shitload of trouble. But football, it's almost from eight years old on the touchline. You've got parents yep. banging on at the referee. Yep. Coaches will tell kids, basically, get stuck into the referee, complain because next time then you'll get the decision. And it, it's endemic in the game. It needs to be, it needs to be stopped. It, but it, it needs to be I, done. It needs to be done. I mean, the laws are there to, 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 to do it. I mean, it is, you know, uh, it is foul and abusive language, etc. So mm. They are dissent. These are punishable offences already under the laws. So the directive is really just getting the, the, the referees to apply the laws as they stand. But the, my fear is it's just not going to happen consistently. No, no, of course it's not. It's just no, not going to, you know, no. and, that, and that is the problem with all these things. It's like, you know, they're trying to obviously clamp down on the shirt-pulling stuff at um, corners, but that's already caused problems, isn't it? You know, um, I think, you know, was it Shawcross was penalised mm. when actually the other guy was, mm. was pulling his mm. shirt off his back? Yeah. Well, and actually... Uh, Somebody was penalised against him, weren't they? Was it Sterling? And Shawcross yeah, went, well, yeah. I barely felt it. But, you know, what annoys me is, uh, is that uh, a bigger problem is just ignored constantly, which is cheating. And, and, cheating, and it's, sort of, it's, it, it's like a kind of microcosm of society in that sort of white-collar crime is never punished, whereas a bit of fisticuffs and pulling around, people go, oh, it's a terrible, it's a terrible working class. Working class people fight all the time. And, you know, that's why kind of sort of shirt pulling and stuff is like, they're kind of, we're really clamping down on this. But actual just out-and-out out cheating and conning yeah. the referee just constantly remains unpunished and has done, has done all the time. And it's like, you know, it, it, it just drives me mad. It just drives me mad. I think it, it, it's... You know, a little bit of fisticuffs is something that's going to happen when, uh, you know, highly motivated men in their early 20s run onto a football field. Mm. And I sort of think that, you know, the sort of raising hands and all the handbags and stuff, sort of let it go, like in rugby. Let it play itself out. Just let it run its course. Don't direct the referee's attention to things that don't matter. Mm. I think I've said this a couple of times on the podcast, but... but but I think a kind of definition of idiocy is a sort of un, un, a disproportionate focusing on the inessential whilst ignoring the important. Mm. And cheating, cheating is the biggest kind of cancer in sort of all sports. Well, we you also know. come back to the big club v little club thing, don't we? That Costa got away with it for Chelsea. 
Ariata didn't. Bournemouth, oh, nobody's going to call Bournemouth a big club. Mm. Uh, first booking for dissent, the second one. Yeah, I mean, it was a yellow card. Of course it was. But as I say, I believe that both of the uh, Diogo Costa offences were yellow, second yellow cards as well. Mm. Arta goes, they're down to 10 men, and it made a difference to the game, and we yeah. won. Now, I believe that big clubs have always got the, uh, the decisions... Question, are we a big club now we've got a big Well, stadium? I was going to say, yeah, at what point do you become a big club? I mean, I, I, I think, you know, we're clearly making steps towards it. There's a lot of, uh, that's the ambition, clearly, and you can't, you know, you've got to say, well, you know, we've had a lot of boards over the years who haven't had ambition, have had opportunities, we've had opportunities in the past to push on and uh, not taken them. The question is actually on the evidence of the transfer window this summer, whether or not, you know, I think some fans, with a degree of justification, are feeling, well, hang on a minute, we're being a little bit shortchanged here. We're being sold this vision of, um, you know, this up to the next level in this amazing stadium, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's going to be a team on the pitch worthy of this stadium as we're going to be challenging, we're going to be consistently in the top six, and so on and so forth. All these things have been said as part of the, part of the rhetoric around this move. Um, so far... The evidence for that has not been completely convincing, has it, in terms of kind of kind of the trans, the actual transfers. And actually, possibly it was harder to attract players, the kind of players they wanted, than, I think a lot uh, than of they thought it was going to be. To be fair to the board, and I can't tell you how much it hurts me to say that, a lot of players probably are looking at the club and thinking, well. Let's see in a year yes, or so's I time. So. Do I, I want to so. be part of well, this? Well, I think I think this week Thursday. I think that's an. I think Thursday night's game is a very important game in, in the in the recent history of West Ham mm. because if we if we qualify for European for proper European football, which is you know for the first time in a long while, um, that might well make a make just the tipping point in terms of it, before the end of this transfer window signing a top quality striker. Well, we're going to have to sign more. We're going to have to sign a few players, aren't we? Because we are, if we definitely. go into a full-scale European campaign with we're, what we've got at the moment, we are going to struggle. We are light. We're going to struggle in the league. I mean, the other thing is that, 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 that where, having got to where we are now, for the first time, really, you know, relegation's unthinkable. I yes, mean, that's right. Absolutely yeah, yeah. unthinkable. Yeah. The the team cannot go down playing in that stadium. Can you imagine? Well, I have twenty five twenty five thousand people in that in that in that because that's what you're going to get. Go down. I wake up. Maybe you know. Yeah, and it, and it feels uh, so like, they've um, got to invest. They've and it got like, to invest. And it feels to make like we've sure had a kind happen. of. Uh, it feels like we've had a, a pretty rotten transfer window. I've got to say, though. I've uh, though. I think that you know, like you said earlier, Jim. I, I think the fullback problem was around last yeah, season. Yeah, no, it's it like, was. You know, just uh, get a second right back. It's yeah. like we sort of um, we we we've let those fullback positions really slide, and uh, certainly, like you know, the last season under Allardyce. Um, no, Jenkinson, who history will probably paint in a slightly kind of uh, unfavourable light, Jenkinson and Cresswell really kind of damaged teams when they were yeah. both kind of in their pomp. They really got forward. They both had a real kind of gung-ho attitude. And, you know, if, you're, if your fullbacks are giving the other team problems... You know, that gives your other players much more latitude to kind of do stuff. Those first couple of games, playing like Byram at left-back and Antonio at right-back, we looked so flimsy, so flimsy. You were going, this team can't go into the Premier League campaign. It'll just get beat Well, he had, you know, I mean, yes, Byram didn't even start against Chelsea. I mean, you know, when um, IU was injured... 
Uh, it was very, very, very obvious, I think, to a lot of us, you know, watching the game there, must have been obvious watching it on telly even, that, that um, the obvious substitution make was to make was to bring Byram on and push Antonio mm. forward. Mm. Um, so, you know, there was a stubborn, there's been a stubbornness about this Antonio right back thing. This, you can see the logic, you can see why you would want to try and convert him to a right back, yeah, yeah. keep him in the team. He's got yeah. a lot of the vegetables, but oh, it's just not going to. No. You know, it's just not going to work. He well, is, to be just, fair to Billing, you know, he's, yeah. he's clearly not Does quite as stubborn to... as Allardyce was and no, has no, okay. put his hands up effectively okay. and said this, this um, ain't working. Yeah, I don't quite buy into that. It's been a disastrous or really bad transfer, transfer window. I mean, I don't think it's been as good as they wanted to be. I think they tried to get the marquee no. striker. Clearly, they weren't ready. You know, it just, just wasn't going to happen. And they were a little bit too public about that pursuit of the, the marquee striker. So they made some mistakes early on in the window. But I think a key thing about the window was holding on to Payet. Mm, absolutely. Massive, mm. well, fingers crossed, touching wood, that that, is, that applies for the and last few La- days. I think, Lanz- I think it probably does. I think Lanzini will be huge for us. Oh, Lanzini's a fabulous player. Yeah. And once those two are back in the side, you know, I think, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not saying, I wasn't saying we're going to be in a relegation battle or anything. I'm just saying they have to keep investing in the team mm. to make sure that, you know, over the next 10, 15 years, relegation in that stadium is just not an option. No, that's but right. what the no, successful um, clubs do, of course, is you know they build, don't they, bit by yes. bit. Yeah, you don't you, have yeah, one I, fantastic I, I, transfer no, window. No, I accept that. And we, I think we, that's what we've been doing for we, a few we, years. We, 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 we in fact, did have a great transfer yeah. window last year, yeah, and, and Paye turned out to be yeah. a steal. And well, Lanzini I think we've been unlucky could... with Ayo. I think Ayo's mm. a good player. And, and clearly he's played with Paye and Marseille. They've got an understanding. You know, we're not going to get a chance to see that probably until after Christmas. But, you know, he will be like a new important signing when he, when he turns up finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I was a little surprised we didn't make more effort I mean, I, in fact, ironically, the Antonio playing at right back possibly caused that, was a contributory factor to that injury because he did it chasing Hazard when Antonio was miles out of position. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, what, so what do we um, think about the new stadium? I think it's wonderful. <laughs> it's my dream come true. It's everything I've ever wanted, and it's even got popcorn. <laughs> there are 995 toilets. 995. If ever I hear anybody complaining about the toilets ever no. again... You'll be both furious. Times I've been I in, will be both cross. times I've been into the toilet, uh, when the stage is completely full... Uh, uh, you know, at, at half time, it's been like one other bloke in there. There are literally so oh, okay. many toilets. Oh, that's good. That's um, good to hear. Yes. I have to say, it the was, Martin Peters suite was, was quite busy uh, it was, yeah. um, shortly before kickoff on Sunday. But, you know, yeah. I've been to every game there, and uh, it's uh, what I thought it was going to be when I yeah. first went. Uh, uh, Jim, you weren't there, and you, you, Pete, your brother, who we, the, the group of us that go, Tim, um, Zoe, none of us, none of us, I was there on my own, and I did, uh, I, I, I put photos up on Facebook going, so lonely, so far away, <laughs> but I don't think I expected really anything less, no. I sort of thought, I will be further away, I will be this, it will anything be less or anything quite more. concrete, sorry, well, any, well, no, anything less. I think you know, if you're in one worse, of those blocks of the uh, sort of temporary seating that's just behind the goal or just just around the corners um, with a band three ticket or something like that I think you're expe- and you're standing up I think your experience is still probably pretty good yes um, um, there are two, you know, I think there are two and I think it's a very mixed picture Jackie Hughes there are two big issues here I think before well no can, you know if Jackie's got something to say I bow no, to no, her I, well, I was just going to say Jackie Hughes and Rob Banks I think are near each other and Colin Mill and they you know put some pictures up on Facebook the you know they're quite quite close to the pit. They're pretty close to the pitch. You know, they're, mm. they're but they're in that. It is a kind of um, 
the sort of gulf between the shelf we're on and the uh, layer below us is yeah. is quite large. And those people are close to the pitch, and we're yeah. you know less close to the pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is no way you can justify the back. I would say fifteen or twenty rows as either band one or band two. No, that's, out, that's been outrageous. And that. that's the way they were sold, and, of course, yeah. it was all sold unseen. Yeah. You, yeah. you saw the screen. And, yeah. and there Australian was no way, looking Kylie. back, they can justify having sold, having arranged those appointments at the you know, sales office in uh, Westfield on the basis of band one going down in that way especially as they were then allowing people to buy extra tickets mm. for people who weren't season ticket holders, as opposed to um, ranging the appointments in the length of time you've had a season ticket. That, in my mm-hmm. view, that was an outrageous piece. Because by the time we got our interview, the, um, those, uh, you know, our appointment, um, those seats behind the goal are gone. Mm. And we didn't have an option to to, to stand behind the goal. The yeah. appointment yeah. system was, was and we've been going for a very long yeah. time. The know. appointment system yeah. was incredibly hit and miss, and uh, we kind of, uh, as a family, undenied a bit. Were we actually even going to go? We left it a couple of months after the appointment that only one of us out of the group of three had been given. Uh, when we went in January, what we had left was we were told were basically equivalent seats and uh, the Brady promise all the way through was you would get like for like. Now, OK, we left it late. I, um, I accept that. I have no problem with that, really. That was my fault. Um, even the business of people buying tickets who had not been season ticket holders before, I can kind of swallow that. I understand the business need for actually selling that ground out. They couldn't go in with, with ten or 15,000 empty seats. But like for like does mean like for like, and those seats at the back are not the equivalent to band A no, and band B not. tickets. And the other big issue that they should have addressed and they didn't, which is going to cause and is already causing problems, is this business of standing. Yes. And they should, I believe, as a club, have grasped the nettle and introduced the so-called safe standing idea that is used in various countries, not least of all Germany. Well, they can't do that, though. They're simply not allowed to do that, are they? They are they not? They can't do it, no. Well, they do it in Germany and various other places. Well, yeah, but they it's, against the, other... it's against the rules, against the Premier League law. I mean, rules, you can't, well, you can't, it, you well, can't do it's it. Well, you could lobby to, to, to change the rules. I mean, other countries Well, do. I think, I mean, Gold has been fairly public in wanting, saying he, it's what he wants. It's happening, they're, they're trying it out in Scotland, in Celtic. It's going to be a success there. It is going to come. I think we've got to be patient. A few, a few years down the line... There's going to be safe standing in English. I think it was difficult. For, I think it was difficult for I'm them. Sure. I think it was difficult for them. You know, having got such a bargain to then slightly rock the boat, it's going to be difficult for them to do that. Um, you know, I go to a gym in Finsbury Park, and there's uh, everyone. You know, getting changed in the shadows. They're, they're all Arsenal fans, and uh, that you know, that's an incredibly obviously, as we know, very quiet, funereal stadium. But they do have uh, areas where the stewards ignore the fact that the fans stand. And there's, there's an area that they've cultivated to try and create the moth's whimper of a noise uh, that yeah. they have there at the Emirates. And um, certainly this friend of mine uh, who, who goes said that he 
you know, made sure he got moved to that bit so that he could stand up for the whole yeah. game. And there's clearly an area below us in one of the corners where you kind of go, yeah, they're not going to sit, they're not going to be sitting down yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. So, you know, Jim and I were both saying, we want to be in that yeah. area, we want well, to be down there. I, and maybe people will gravitate towards... I think that's it. I think we've areas. got to be patient. You've got to let it bed in. I mean, my, my appeal would be... To be we, I mean, we either, we either passively allow them to turn it into, you know, a plastic, happy, clappy you know, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, anodyne arena, uh, or people who, um, you know, don't feel quite happy at the moment, you know, hardcore proper fans have got to be patient, sort it out. It will, it will kind of find its kind of level, you know, there will yeah. be in the end, big sections of the stadium where everyone stands. Well, and how's a big that going to happen? And, and, and well, it, 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 reall- happen, it didn't happen straight away and, when the Bobby Moore was introduced. Until you get the reallocation of tickets. And if people go, hell, I've got a hell of a good deal here. Why am I going to give up my two kiddies season tickets and all the rest of it? People will hang on to their seats probably for a very long time. And well, I, if they're I, sitting I down, they, they're welcome to them. Well, I think, well, I but I think there's, I think, there's, I, well, know, yeah, I think at the moment there are more people who want to stand with it, you know, who, who are getting a bad, bad deal in a sense because they're in areas where they're being made to sit down. Than, well, than, if you're than, in the first 20 rows and you're standing up and you've got people but it will behind you who want to sit down, yeah. it's a very anti Well, of course you can't do that, of course, yeah. You know, you but can't, they are. Can't I mean, the south, well, yeah, that's going to be, you know, there are going to be some ructions about that. Sorry, the north-east corner got very lively on Sunday and the stewards went in and I think they had a couple of people out. Well, that they sold, I mean, they you know, the whole marketing of that big east stand it's going to be the West Ham East uh, cop style stand. Yeah. Well, cops are places where people, f- f- cheap seats where yeah. people stand. You know, I mean, you don't sell it as that if you're no. not going to, if you're not going to allow it to no. be that. No, no. You know, um, but clearly, you know, the, the Bobby Moore lower, as it were, you know, be behind the goal, that was all standing this, this on Sunday, wasn't it? Through mm. the game, you know. Yeah. Um, that's or faster bits of it, especially that corner below yeah, us was, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'll, you know, it will sort itself out, but it's going to take time. Yeah. And we've got to be patient. I just want, I don't want the fans who are really going to contribute to the, the atmosphere, the bit we've been going for a long while, to give up on it. I, for me, I, you, you know, I, I actually on Sunday took a nostalgic trip to Upton Park. I got out of Upton Park tube station, walked around, had a walk around the old ground, went to Nathan's. When I went in the door of Nathan's, the four ladies, Brenda and the four women were sitting there. I was the first customer at about, you know, 12 something. Uh, had waitress <laughs> table service at Nathan's for the first time ever in my life. But by the time I left... And got a bus up to Stratford. You know, it was yeah, it was two thirds full of people yeah. clearly coming in, and you know, <laughs> I, you know, it, it just we've got to you've got to make the, I've, you've got to let it go to a certain extent. But I should go to the Black Line on Thursday night. The, um, in range of the ground, these places. Hopefully the first people of, still go. The first couple of games there that I went to the uh, the NK thingy game and the uh, Juventus game um, made me realise that you have to play progressive football. Uh, otherwise, it will be silent because there were huge silent yeah. uh, trenches of time during that ninety minutes. But we were putting out a, a really, really poor team uh, and. Uh, the Bournemouth game, if you think about what a game against sort of Bournemouth might be at Upton Park, there, you know, that's not going to be one of those kind of prime, 
you know, nights, whether it's under the night, yeah. or highly charged games. Yeah. And actually, it was sort of okay on balance, the atmosphere. Yeah, I, I mean, was, let's was, not kid ourselves that the, the, the bowling ground was a cauldron of noise week in, week out for the last 10, 20 years. Because no, it hasn't, it hasn't been. No. It's been very quiet on Well, ever since they redeveloped the West End Absolutely. and moved it further from yeah. the ground, of yeah. course, but the point is yeah. that we're even further from the pitch no, now than we were. Of course. Yeah. Well, some going, people are and some people aren't. It's not going to help. If you're right behind the goal, you're not. No, but as a stadium and with a, yes. you know, with of a course. running track. But, it, you know, it also has and an imposing quality. If we can so fill it, it like if we track. can make, build an atmosphere there, yeah. if you can, the, it retains noise well, doesn't it, with that, with that roof? I mean, I, you know... There was a piece of journalism in one of the papers that um, was, was basically taking the line, uh, the new stadium is a soulless, is a soulless you know, Thunderdome. And uh, uh, it's in the standard. And the reporter kind of says, you know, the sound just evaporated straight away. And you're like, no, it didn't. It's no, it didn't. Sound, you know, it they cheer. Oddly enough, if the crowd is silent, you can hear the players shouting to each other. I mean, that's how well it contains sound, is, is that it's, it, there's almost a kind of super dense silence if it becomes silent, yeah. and you can actually hear the players shouting. So you've got to give the fans something to kind of cheer about. Yeah, and I think it's, it's yeah. you know, the misapprehension that West Ham fans, the misapprehension propagated by Sam Allardyce, among other people, that West Ham fans want stepovers and flicks all the time and want to qualify for Europe is completely wrong. What we want to do is play progressive football where you're trying to put the ball in the other team's goal Absolutely. rather than prevent goals being scored right. in your goal. Sure. And if you just keep doing that, the fans will be with you. That's why everyone's taken to Antonio. He's yeah. clearly a flawed player. He's, he's got all kinds of sort of technical issues with the game, but he wants to take people on. He try, you know, he tries. He gets in goal-scoring positions. You know, he's, 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 uh, we've taken him to our hearts mm. because he plays with heart, doesn't he, and commitment and passion. Yes, yes. Uh, we should probably wrap this up now. Uh, so Before the, we do... Yes. Could we just end on a cheerful note? Yes. I would just like to say that while we are here talking about European football on Thursday and European football already played, Chelsea are playing Bristol Rovers in, in the <laughs> yes. EDL Cup yeah. or whatever Excellent. it's called. Yes. And yeah. uh, may God bless them. Yes. May God have mercy on their souls. Uh, soulless. Uh, yes. Soulless, yes. I believe. Yeah. Well, if they lose, uh, Abramovich can just have one of their directors killed. Um... So that's, uh, that's it. So Manchester City at the weekend. Uh, predictions? Oh, well, I, we're not going to have signed our striker in time, are we? I, it's going to be a hard game. I, mm. I think we'll lose. I mean, but, I, but I think we'll put up a decent show, so I think we'll lose 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Brian? Mm, yeah, it may make for difficult viewing, I think. But yeah. um, we, we'll always have last year. And next year. Yes. Uh, score? Score prediction? Uh, 2-0 I think to City yeah I'm going to go for an optimistic 1-0 I don't think we'll get any more than a draw out of it. Uh, no in fact 0-0 0-0 Ginge throwing himself in front of absolutely everything yes yes well, that'd uh, be nice. yeah. I'm sure he'll do that anyway alright well this has been this week's Stop Hammer Time we'll see you again soon my name is Phil Whelans with me have been Jim Grant cheerio and Brian Williams cheers come Bye-bye. on you irons Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.